0: From the newsroom of South Coast today. This is ST Speaks. A podcast diving deeper into the news of the day and covering hot button issues that matter to you. You're listening to ST Speaks. Welcome back to the Courtside with Kurt Podcast, where we look at local crime issues, local court issues. Alongside Standard Times courts and cops reporter Kurt Brown, I'm digital editor Brendan Curie. How are you doing today, Kurt? Very well. Thank you very much, Brendan. All right. So today we're going to talk about a case that we've discussed at least once, if not a couple times previously on this podcast. I believe so, too. So uh, this is the case of Xavier bettencourt Echavaria. Mm-hmm. Now, he, uh, if you remember, he is a New Bedford man who has been accused of setting a fire at 330 North Front Street back on February 28th that displays 13 tenants for at least one day. Mm. Uh, then he was kind of back in the news because while prosecutors held a dangerousness hearing and wanted him held without bail, uh, the judge in his case released him on $500 cash bail and a requirement to wear a GPS monitoring device, uh, which he then cut off and fled to Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. uh, where prosecutors had to track him down, and they did find him and have brought him back here to Bristol County. And now we've kind of learned that uh, he's allegedly even more of a flight risk than previously thought.
1: Uh that's uh, that is absolutely correct uh so we had a, a a dangerousness hearing for him today in in fall river superior court uh, the uh dangerousness hearings are can be held at the district court level and they can be held uh at the superior court level um again it 's a, a two prong requirement that the judge has to find the defendant both a danger and then determine that there are no other conditions uh, to protect the public other than incarceration before um, uh, detaining the person. Uh, the difference is that at the district court level, somebody can be held for up to four months without bail. At the superior court level, a person can be held for up to six months. <clears throat> so it was so, at the
0: district court level that uh, Judge Franco Gaborn had correct. not found him, had he not found him to be dangerous and not found him to be... Either way, he, he's allowed him out on $500 cash bail.
1: That is correct. Yeah.
0: Um, now, this time it comes to superior court. He
1: did, yeah. It was continued from a couple of weeks ago. Uh, the case was before Judge uh, Mock Halal. Um, he heard evidence from both sides. Uh, the prosecutor uh, <clears throat> said that uh, during the flight, during the transport back to Massachusetts, Apparently, um, no, not apparently, she said that uh, uh, he said it. He told a airlines worker that if he did not have shackles on, he would run. So get back to what you said about that he's even more of a flight risk. He's saying this as he's returning back to Bristol County, the jurisdiction where there is a pending charge of setting a fire uh, and displacing uh, 13 tenants.
0: He was apparently very chatty because he also <laughs> admitted to having set the fire and uh, said that he had was off his medication mm. while setting the fire and also described the blaze as, quote, not that bad, close quote. yeah uh, um, Now, we're not sure exactly. We know that he told the airline employee that he would run if not shackled. We don't know exactly who he expressed his other uh, opinions and thoughts to. That is but they, he apparently said them all while being transported back mm-hmm. from Puerto Rico after being found as a fugitive. Down there. So this time around, Judge Mark Halal did find him a danger.
1: No, no. Uh, The the uh, judge oh, they, took it under advisement.
0: Oh, took it under advisement. Sorry, I was reading too quickly there. <laughs> so, uh, do we? How long does that usually take that process? Uh,
1: it depends on the judge. It depends on how thorough they wanted to. Uh, they want to be. Usually, the district court level, they make it. Um, Immediately at the superior court level, uh, stakes are a little bit um, more involved. You're going to hold somebody, um, <clears throat> without their liberty for six months as opposed to four months. So, um, now it so does I, seem a lot really, of judges want to do their due diligence. I know
0: you're covering it, so you got to stay uh, non biased here. I'm trying, but uh, as just for me as, as Joe Blow Citizen over here. I don't know what's more of a flight risk than a guy who has literally fled once and has threatened to flee again mm. I don't know what more criteria you need to be a flight risk than that like what more could you possibly do than flee and then claim you're going to flee again
1: well uh, prosecutors have said that he has uh, mental health issues uh, today in court a Spanish interpreter was at his side uh, telling him uh, exactly what was happening while, the, while arguments were being made. I'm trying to be very fair here to both sides. And I understand the
0: mental, you know, and you certainly feel for him with mental health issues mm. and you hope that he gets some help, mm. but that doesn't negate the fact that whether, you know, it's the mental health issues or his own decision-making, he seems ready to flee.
1: Uh yeah. Anyway, done, those are just my two cents.
0: No, he's done it once. Yeah. Uh, if you, um, what's what's the best uh, predictor of future behavior? <laughs> You're absolutely right. So, so to go back a little bit, let's uh, describe the case a little bit. So this well, was well, uh, before oh, we get okay. there.
1: Um, his his defense attorney had <clears throat> said that um, before fleeing. Um, to to, uh, Puerto Rico, that he called the uh, probation department in New Bedford District Court, and he asked for permission to go to Puerto Rico. Uh, This is while he had a GPS device on his ankle. Um, The Judge Franco Goborn also uh, put a restriction that he was not to leave the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Uh it's a little vague here. Uh, <clears throat> the defense attorney, uh, Joshua uh, Warner, uh, said that um, Mr. Etch- 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 Chevera, um that something had come up and he needed to go to Puerto Rico. I believe it was a family matter. And uh, the probation department denied it uh and he snipped the bracelet and off he went to Puerto Rico uh came also came out today from the on the part of the defense that uh he has no criminal record uh, none whatsoever he's lived in uh New Bedford for about 9 months uh he has a wife and two children um so he doesn't have long roots in the community
0: and so the the case here was he was being uh, evicted Correct. by his landlord. Uh, allegedly was mad at his landlord, and so decided to uh, set this fire. And if I remember correctly, they'd found some evidence. They did um, of some gasoline in some type of container A in his apartment. Sunny delight. Can- sunny delight. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah, right. in his apartment, uh, and uh, you know that he had been mad at his landlord over this eviction, hmm. and that, uh, according to court documents and police and prosecutors, is why. Uh, he set this fire, uh, w- which didn't destroy the building, if I remember. It
1: did not. The government has a very strong case against him. No. Uh, the canine uh, 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 had several alerts uh, on the stairs, on the uh, Sunny Delight bottle, which was found in Mr. Vera's bathroom. Uh, that came out in court today. Uh, so, uh, again, it's, it's a very strong case by the on a, uh the government has a very strong case. Also, previously, uh, Mr. uh made admissions about setting the fire.
0: Now, this case had come up as kind of a, a linchpin in the bail debate. Correct. Specifically, uh, this was one that the uh, district attorney, uh, Thomas Quinn, had specifically mentioned. Uh, I, this is open quote An extremely poor decision that was totally unnecessary Close quote And said it was open quote An absolute waste of resources to hunt this defendant down in Puerto Rico
1: Yeah, and, and by that he means the uh, involvement of the U.S. Marshals Service that, mm-hmm. uh, and, and you know, once uh, law enforcement goes into uh, unfamiliar surroundings uh, Anything can happen Mm-hmm.
0: So. And they, they just seemed frustrated that they had to be doing it at all when they felt like he should have been held the first time around.
1: You're absolutely right. And uh, DA Tom Quinn. Or at least had higher bail.
0: I don't know. What, did they feel like he should have been held without bail? They or wanted they him held At least feel like bail. it was, yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: it was too easy for him to make. Uh, so he's charged with um, setting fire to a building. He's also charged with failure to appear because uh, when he was indicted, uh, he fled, so he wa- he could not appear for his arraignment. So um, T.A. Quinn picks his battles pretty carefully, and uh, so it's significant uh, when he uh, when was very critical of uh, Judge GoBorn. I'm trying to put myself a little bit in the judge's
0: eyes here. I mean, here's a man, no criminal record, has a Correct. wife, two kids, mm-hmm. and there seems to be a uh, rental dispute or, you know, property dispute in which nobody was that was hurt although people were displaced mm-hmm. and uh inconvenient so i guess i'm you know, i'm trying to go through the facts of the case when the judge is looking at it initially
1: and if uh listeners will remember a bail story from a few months ago that the sjc in august of 2017 came down what is now known as the brannigan decision which um required that uh Lower court judges set bail that was affordable. And again,
0: as we've gone over a million times, the purpose of bail is not to be punitive. It is merely to ensure ensure your appearance, although it did not work in this case. Yes. All right. So that is uh, anything else uh, that's come out about this. So now we're kind of waiting for uh, Judge uh, Halal to make his decision uh, on whether to hold him as a danger to the public or to set a different amount of bail.
1: That is correct. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, thanks for joining me as always, Kurt. Thanks, Brendan, very much. As always, you can read Kurt's work uh, at southcoasttoday.com in the print edition of the Standard Times. You can listen to this podcast on iTunes, Omni, Stitcher, Google Play. I could list them all wherever you get your podcasts. If you enjoy it, please subscribe or give us a nice rating. And you can follow Kurt. He does some great work on Twitter at brown underscore SCT.
1: At Kurt Brown underscore SCT.
0: All right. You heard it here twice. <laughs> Thank
1: Thanks. you very much for listening.